Is my mic on? Check. Do you want to be Britney? Oh, gosh. I take my mic, yeah. No, it's, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. So good. All I need is time. A moment that is mine. Britney Spears is in studio with us today. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives. And at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. (laughs) This is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Can I ask you guys a question? Yes. (laughs) What time of day are you most likely to lose your patience? That must be a trick question. Uh... I feel like my answer is going to be too lengthy. So I want to talk about Patreon first. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Before I jump into that, because if you guys haven't jumped on our Patreon yet, um, we have some pretty juicy content that we release there every single week. And we only have a few episodes left in season three, but we are still going to be releasing episodes on Patreon every month. So every week, every every week, week, every week. Yes. So Corey, do the website for Patreon. (gasps) It's patreon.com slash hi, my name is mom. <laughs> Yay. $3 a month. It's like super cheap. Gets you unlimited access to yeah. us and all the backlog of episodes that you have missed up until this point, which I think are some of our best. Yeah. They're some of my favorites. There's some juicy stuff. Okay. Yeah. But now okay, I want to jump, question. I wanna jump into that question, but Corey. But wait, first Corey. Yeah. I'm yeah, curious. Yeah. You answer it. Okay. I did not know this about myself, but because of how the past week has gone. So you guys know I'm a big researcher. And so I was, after I'd gone to bed one night after this crazy week, I started looking into patience and why I'm losing it because I have always been a very patient person. So it's shocking to me that I have a hard time finding that patience with my kids so often. And what, one thing that I read was that oftentimes, particularly for moms, there's a certain time of day that just kind of gets you. Well, magic hour gets you for sure. And that's that's really it. So yeah. for me, it is dinner time because the kids aren't all in the door until close to four o'clock. And I'm the one who typically cooks dinner if there's cooking to be done now by cooking I mean preparing um, but I still I still you know roast some chicken and broccoli or do you know but the kids all want different things Teddy only wants to eat my food the boys who knows they're hard to please and that's also the time of day that usually Ty is in the studio wrapping up some kind of work oftentimes I still have work hanging over my head that still has to be done and then there's probably a load of laundry that needs to be switched and I'm probably making dishes dirty while the dishwasher also needs to be unloaded I'm also probably a little hangry. And then inevitably what happens is that while I am preparing the food, the baby's eating. And as soon as my food is ready, the baby's done. So I your eat, blood sugar is really low. Yeah. And then so then I'm like standing up eating, like getting bash water and helping him pee. And like Rad's just telling me that he doesn't like the meal or, you know, I'm, I'm making something else or whatnot. And some of that I bring on myself, I understand. Um, but it just feels like such a chaotic time of day that I've realized that now I start dreading it before it's there. And then I feel guilty because, you know, the kids go to bed. So we, we start bedtime routine around 730 and there's such a short number of hours between school getting out and bedtime that I want to be able to enjoy those hours. But it just feels like that's the time of day that's going to get me. I think there's a time of day, but I also think there's like a time of life. And I truly think your patience goes out the window after kid number two. 
It's <laughs> probably true. They outnumber I you and they outnumber your hands. They outnumber your ability to respond right away. They outnumber you and your husband each having one. There are so many things to me where like three is that magic number that just, you know, I've, I've said for my whole life and because my mom used to say this and I mirrored it and it's so true. It's like, if you have three kids, you can have seven because honest to God, it's like that chaos is just white noise all the time. And I, I swear Hitting three for so many people I know was just a game changer. Well, I also know we were talking to Kayla. Was it a gab fest that we did where we talked about how you are getting to that phase where you will get frustrated yeah. and lose your temper at Loxley? And as much as I feel like I get I'm a progressively less good parent with each child. I just told my friend the other day that I'm like, I am an amazing mom of one, a pretty good mom of two and a so-so mom of three. Amen, <laughs> like, sister. And, and anytime I have them in that one, two, one or two, I yeah. go back to being oh, yeah. a better parent. But when you have all three, it's hard to please three people at once. But I recognize this in myself, even after just having Radley. And we kind of touched on this a little bit in an episode or GabFest or something about how, you know, unfortunately our kids see the best and the worst of us. But I felt my temperature waning even with just having one um, because of, you know, because they're kids. And I mean, <laughs> this might be a terrible thing to say, but sometimes kids are annoying. Yes, they are. And they know they're, the worst part sometimes is they when mean they to be to, annoying. Yeah. Sometimes they mean to be annoying. And that's, what's really bad when you're like, you know, yeah. you know, it's that gleam. Yeah. They get it. And do Ugh. you, Jen, for you, is it that, is that what it's called? Magic hour? Yeah. Witch, it's magic, witching hour. hour. Magic hour. It's that uh, magic hour is the nice you. way of talking. It's like the photographer's way of talking about that. It's <laughs> a better hour, way to you know? phrase it. But it is, it's witching hour. It's like between five and seven. They're just yeah. not. Good. I wake up so patient. I do too, actually. And then without question, one of them pushes me over the edge before 630. Yeah. Always. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to reset. I'm not letting my day get started like this, you know. And so with Ava leaving an hour after the boys or 45 minutes after the boys, I do have time to reset. And that's really nice. But I swear to you, I feel like I have no patience all day long. Yeah. Because now Evie is at the age. She's almost four. She's a couple weeks away from being four. And so she is at that very independent stage where she is talking back, saying no, she wants what she wants. And I'm like, nope, you didn't say please. And then she's like, I want a cookie. And I'm like, nope, you didn't eat your lunch. And it's just a nonstop, like, what's it called? Where you like, you're going like head to head. heads? Yes. Yes. All the time. And it yeah. is. It's tiring. Yeah. Do you have a time of day that gets to you, Kayla? I don't think I have a time of day right now specifically. I kind of think it depends on Loxley's mood. She is going through that phase where I said, I'm finding myself getting frustrated and I lose my patience whenever she just gets, I mean, she does not have the capability to rationalize with yet. Like she is just not even, has no tools to be rationalized with. She's like barely understanding cause and effect. Yeah. And like, yeah. And so she instantly, she has zero patience and she instantly is mad and throws a fit. And for me, I was talking to you about this, like, okay, do I spank her when she hits me? Do I yell at her when she yells at me? Like, it's just like finding all that balance. So for me, if she is going from zero to 60, I really have been trying to check myself that I need to make sure I'm not going from zero to 60 when she escalates. And so I feel like I'm losing my patience, but I'm like actively, it's funny we're doing this episode because mm -hmm. I've actively been trying to work on not showing that even though breathing. if I'm feeling that way, yeah, just breathing and being like, okay, breathe with mommy. Mm -hmm. Like let's count to 10. But I think I'm 
also at the new stage of frustration. And so when I'm around my nieces and nephews sometimes and my eight or nine year old niece is like doing like the waka 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 thing. I'm like, okay, I've seen the waka thing like <laughs> yeah. five times now. Like I can see that age. It's a different lose- kind of attention they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like I lose my patience with other things though, a lot more easier. Well, that was going to be the, well, I, one thing that I realized over this past week, Ty was out of town and it was also the kids spring break. Yes. And so I, it was also still a work week for me. And Mm -hmm. as I think I've kind of touched on, on the podcast, like it's not just the work that I already have going on. There's some potential new work stuff. There was some unexpected work stuff. Um, We have this rental property that we're getting furnished. There's like something, even when like, I never feel like I get done. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the way I'll put it. And with Ty gone. And the other thing is that the baby, has been going through a little bit of like a nap and sleep regression. So she sleeps at night, but she doesn't like to go to sleep. So she might not go to bed till 11 and I can't get the two little ones on the same nap schedule. And if I can get the two of them to nap, I can have Radley read and catch a minute. And what's been happening is that if I can ever catch a minute, it has to be filled with work because there's no other choice. It has Mm -hmm. to be filled with work at that moment, or it has to be done when all the kids are in bed and the baby's not going to bed until 11. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's taking, I feel like we're all really good multitaskers and you have to be a good multitasker to be a parent at all. I think you have to be a good, that's true. But also, especially a working mom, it's like multitasking is key. But, But I feel like I've taken it a step too far where like, if I'm going to get a run or a workout in, I have to be literally editing something, listening to something for notes, doing returning emails. So even on yeah. my break from like a squat set, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing something. And then when I get in bed, when I should probably be decompressing, um, you're listening to something else. Or yeah. yeah and so socials. I got to this point where it had just been so many days since I could catch a second that by the time I think it was Friday rolled around. I just lost it on my kids. And now, not that I think, I think every once in a while they need to see that that is what they're trying to avoid. I would I do love think to that. see though what your version of lost it is. Do you ever wonder when you, you hear people say that on yeah, socials, actually. it's like, what, what is, what is it? Would you like me like? to reenact it yeah, for you? Like, can you do that? I'm going to have yeah, to back okay. up from the mic. All right, back up. And don't okay, spit well, on me if you can Let me set it. up what had happened. <laughs> It was actually first thing in the morning. And I, first of all, I don't sleep well when Ty's not home. And actually he says either. he doesn't sleep well without me either, which actually makes me think that that's really sweet. Um, but in addition, it was all the other things. And then Teddy woke up. I didn't have to get her, but she woke up at like four in the morning. And so if she wakes up and I'm waiting to see if I have to go get her, that wakes me up. And then every morning, one or the other of the kids was up at like six. And so if I'm, if I'm doing work after I go to bed at 11, when the baby's finally down, I was up until one or two in the morning. A baby's waking up at four. Everyone's up at six. Yeah. And then if one's not up at six, another one is. Oh, and then yeah. finally, like one morning, Radley was. And he was like, mom, I just wanted to wake you up and say, I think you should get some rest. And I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? And then the little one slept in. I'm like, ah. So it was that morning. I was way overtired because I'd had nights like this. I also understand that this sounds like I'm complaining and I kind of am. <laughs> so You're just I, 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 I don't know. think that at all. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I just want to sensitive to that. Yeah. Like. I just want to preface this by saying this is all to get to a good place with this. And the fact that I am trying to get to a better place. I'm just trying to be super honest about what I was feeling in the moment so that I can be better. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I'm saying all this. So anyway, I was super early in the morning. Like everyone, we were literally in the kitchen. The baby was in her high chair, but had decided she was done. She did not want her eggs. And she was like, meh. 
And Rad, I don't even remember what was happening, but Rad's like, Mom, I need you to come watch this really funny part of Sonic. Mom, are you going to come watch? And Bash is like, I don't want to. Da, da, da. So everyone was coming at me, and I'm trying, like, hold on, hold on. And it was like, just noise, noise, noise. And finally I went, everyone stop! I am a human person who needs to eat and sleep and have a sip of coffee every once in a while. So I need you all to stop right now. We have an audience. They just turned around and we're watching. They're running away. That's so funny. So that's what happened. That's pretty pretty G-rated, if you ask me. Really? I was going to say, I was talking to Jen when I was driving to Ohio. And she's like, shut your effing mouth. Oh, I lost my shit. And and then she's Uh, like, oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? I'm like... I feel like Jen should back up and do a reenactment of hers, too. And, okay, hold so, on. I gotta, I gotta think of a good one. So, no, wait. This was me in the car. Loxley's in hold the on. back seat. And I turned the volume down all the way to mute Jen because I'm like, <laughs> I don't want her yelling. I don't know what Jen's about to say. Yeah, and like all, but I can hear, and then she starts talking and I start turning back up and I'm like, you said like five sentences and I was like, okay, we're not yelling anymore. Okay, I'll jump back in the conversation. <laughs> okay, Jen, let's see it. Uh, okay, do I, should I reenact out, Fridays, maybe? Out, okay, it would have been something in the, along the lines of... This was Tuesday, last Tuesday. Back up from the mic. <laughs> Don't lean in. Back up. Okay, it would have been something along the lines of... I am on the fucking phone! <laughs> Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! I swear to you, Charlie <laughs> came in... 15 times while I was on the phone with Kayla. 15 times. He saw I was on the phone. He heard I was on the phone. And all he was doing was asking me the most ridiculous questions. Waka, waka, He's waka. 10. He's not four. He's 10. He can see. I'm like, what is your problem? Sorry. I, I, the irrationality of the choices they make is what drives it me. Is, me too. Because it's, it's one thing if they are Loxley or Evie or gosh, sometimes even Mason's age. But like when you're 10, do you remember being 10? I feel like I was literally doing professional shows. You were insane. I I just watched the video. Did you guys see it? Oh my gosh, that was amazing. <laughs> Wait, Kayla, can we see you losing it? Uh, me, me losing it. I bet like, it's like Loxley. No, let's no, not I do, do that. What is no, it like? Me okay, losing it is usually like I, I'm not a yeller, so like I don't yell. It's more like this is not okay. We are not going to do this right now. We are not going to cry. You are you are not going to cry about this, okay? It's the eyes okay. that get me. It's, it's the, the eyes. eyes. That's that was me with Radley. Yes, that was yeah, me with that Ava. Was, and yeah. actually with Charlie. Yeah, actually, like, that's really funny. Like we should uh, we should com- compile those. Yeah. I'm like. I, yeah, I'm not a yeller. Like, I don't yell. Even yeah, with, me either. <laughs> I'm a yeller. No, but like, even with Jonathan, because we've had some very same volatile though, same. stuff. I don't yell. That's part of what is really has me. Mu- not that has I have ever yelled. My kids do not respond unless my voice is yeah. so loud. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they tune me out. They don't give a shit. Or they just, there's so much chaos. They, they truly can't hear me until I'm screaming. When I was pregnant, I'm not proud of this. But I was a different person mm-hmm. when I was mad. Mm-hmm. Like, I yelled. Level. I yelled. I had this pregnancy rage. I don't know if it's yeah. a thing. I'm sure it is. But, like, when Jonathan would be, like, a little bit, like, if he would have called, like, how he called today. And was when like, Jonathan was just a little Jonathan, you would go, <laughs> yeah, when like, he, a, like, like, as if he was a lot Jonathan. So, yeah. So, I mean, he just called to let me know that I, that I left the dogs outside. And sometimes... Right. He likes to be like the big man that pats on his chest to like, let me know, like I did something. I took care of it for you. Does he go like this? 
Me mad, you woman. Me mad. Me mad. And like, okay, so it, it it's annoying. But like when he, if he would have done that. Especially with, I'm sorry, I'm just picturing him all scruffy now. Yeah, he's right. Like, Long he's like, hair, got the longer hair. He got a haircut, guys. He did. Oh. He got a haircut. But I get, now I'm just like, I laugh at that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yep. Thanks for, thanks for telling me. But like when I was pregnant, if that were to happen, I'd get home and be like, don't you ever call me. Yeah. And then yell at blah, 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 blah. Like we, we need a divorce. Like this is, can't yeah. work. You don't respect me or love me. Like everything was the extreme. Okay. Maybe not that dramatic, but like everything felt the extreme and yeah. I would just yell at him. Well, I still don't, I mean, I don't yell at Ty. I'm not sure I've ever yelled at Ty. I don't yell at anyone. Yeah. And so that's why as I, as I'm like hearing myself in my head, I'm like, who am I? Because this is not who I am. When I really had a chance to kind of sleep on it the next day, one of the things I realized is that, you know, we can whine about the things our kids do and they can be frustrating. Yeah. And, and a lot of it does come from them. But so much of it comes from triggers that have nothing to do with them. Right. Ma mm -hmm. That maybe are kind of caused by them, but really aren't their fault. Right. And so that's what I'm also curious about is what some of those triggers are. Because this past week, I realized that lack of sleep Mm -hmm. huge trigger for me, which I think it's hard to find patience for anything when you haven't slept, yeah. but you add into that people who like you, you need to listen for their own safety and they won't listen. I mean, yeah. that you can't rationalize with. So I know lack of sleep is a big one for me. And then feeling rushed, like feeling I rushed. rushed. Yeah. That is a big one for me. But I feel like one of my biggest triggers is when I feel like I have a ton of responsibilities piled up on me. And it has nothing, like what you said, it has nothing to do with Loxley. Like, let's say I have to listen to the episode and I have seven tenant applications that I have to review and yeah. I have an email that I have to respond to and they're waiting on a response and I'm trying to get all this done so yep. I can keep our livelihood of our house and like our lifestyle going, you know? Yep. And then my kid is like screaming because she has the wrong straw and she's literally 23 months old. And there's a part of me that gets mad that, she gets put on the back burner with wanting to get the right straw because she's very confused, like trying to figure out, you know, she doesn't want that color of straw or whatever. But it's hard you know? to slow down in and that moment when down. you have so much to do. Yes, and it's and it's so hard. But it you're totally right that I'm getting frustrated. Rational mom and rational me is like, oh, that is probably confusing and frustrating when you want something specific and you're too little to get it for yourself. Yeah. I that totally probably, agree with that. That probably is frustrating for her. Yeah. And she doesn't know how to quite ask for it. She doesn't understand patience. She doesn't understand any of that stuff. All she knows is she's trying to communicate with her mom and I'm not listening. And yeah. she feels unheard. And so that probably is frustrating. But I'm not in that mode to sit back and think like that. Oh, it's so I, hard. The, the they, slow things your kids want to do, like Rad wanting to be like, I want to show you this part of this movie. Yeah, I know. When I am literally like, this is the... 15 minutes I have where both kids are overlapping yeah. naps. And then he's like, oh, it's not there yet. Wait for it, mom. Wait for it. Yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. This is the wrong spot in the movie. And I'm just like, and it's not ah! even about the no. movie. It's about him wanting it to is. share exactly. that like special yeah. moment, which it's hard because we are trying to make sure our kids have the best lives possible. And that means us having our hands and feet in different things. And it's like, it's so hard because we lose our cool when it has nothing to do with them. Yeah. It's not their fault it's that not, I have this backlog of work. Yeah. If I haven't finished the work I need to for the day, it's hard for me to slow down and like relax with them. And, and it, it is, it's like, that's not their fault. Right. And I'll, and like, we can get to like the stuff we're doing, we're doing to kind of fix this, but yeah, I will circle well, back to this, but like trying to find things I can say no to is definitely going to be well, one of mine. I was <laughs> going to say, I've literally, since I've had Loxley, 
I've slowly been closing down my companies and rerouting my professional life and making it more parent friendly. Well, when you have no breaks, it's very hard to slow down for your children. Doing Kayla straps. I mean, I'll have a hundred customers a week. And it's like, I cannot get back to all those emails when they, they make an order and they email me two days later, when will this ship? And I'm like, this is where I lose my patience. This is where I say bad words and I get mad. Mm -hmm. It's not at my kids. No, it's It's like, it's like (laughs) you stupid idiot, read your freaking order. You're not worth my $30 right now. Cause you're making my kid cry because you are taking energy away from me. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that sounds really terrible. And that might need to get edited out. But that is, that is where I get frustrated so much with the instant gratification world we live in because if we all take a minute like we're all stressing each other out with needing that instant gratification well it's interesting you bring that up because you know infants and toddlers are obviously instant gratification but what really sucks is that 10 years ago 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, and on and on, people grew out of that, right? Yeah. And patience became a much well, more ingrained thing. that's what I was thing. saying. Like, my infant needs that instant yes. gratification, not my customer. Right. Like, but the thing is, in the world of instant gratification that we live in, no one at all is transitioning from a world where it's just a ooh. temporary instant gratification to a, a, a like there's no pa- there is no patience because right, no yeah. one needs it no one needs to do what Corey and I used to do and sit and wait for our favorite songs to come on you know star 94 and hit yeah. record on our oh boombox. that was totally me right or wait for AOL to dial up your internet it, yes anything <laughs> rewinding a VHS tape anything and our kids do not get that ever. And so they become these humans that are now all about, they don't know how to be bored. So no, they do not. And I'm a real big, I'm a really big proponent of like, I I was working as a, when I first started in Hollywood, I was working for, um, this woman who, uh, created MTV's true life. Do you remember that show? Yeah. I loved that show. So she said her quote was when you have constraints, that's what innovation happens because they had a ton of like budget issues at MTV and that's how true life spun out, you know, they just, they had all these constraints. And so this amazing series that was like genre defining started. And so I've always loved that. And I've really tried to live my life by that. Like my kids need to have constraints on their life so that they're pushed in creative, you know, in other creative endeavors. Well, I took away Allrad's devices a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and sometimes he remembers and asks me about it, but his creativity has been insane I bet. since. And now sometimes it's a trade-off, right? Like if he was in front of a screen, then he wouldn't need as much of my attention. Right. Yeah. But right now I'm not willing to make that trade. No. Right. But it also meant that I had less time to breathe. I will tell you during week. spring break, I totally made that trade. I gave them yeah. as much screen time as they wanted. I made them go outside every day that it was nice. But yeah, I was. That's normally I me. Needed, it's just the, the screen I thing. I needed it. I needed a minute. Yeah. Well, the screen thing had gotten to kind of breaking point with us where yes. like Rad was it's the only time he would like fib about what he was doing or like not listen. And he had this moment that I was like, okay, (laughs) it's all going away. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to, you know, suck up my own, like how much easier it would make my life. But so what you touched on this a little bit ago, you said you're trying to start saying no more, which I think all of us need to say no more, but what else are you doing to sort of combat the patient's thing? Because for me it's normal, but for you, this is not a normal thing. It's really not. Um, and I really, you know, like so many things in motherhood, it comes with such a heavy dose of guilt mm-hmm. because yeah. it's not who I want to be. It's not what I want. You know, I feel like Rad is old enough to remember this stuff. Right. And I, while I will say again that I don't think it's a terrible thing for on the rare occasion your kid to see the point they want to avoid. Right. Oh, yeah. Like 
I know that mom, it's just like how, you know, if you're dating someone, there is a side of you that should come out if someone treats you a certain way. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's true of kids too. So I think I, I actually don't feel guilty about losing it that one time. No, you it's shouldn't. It's the, it's the everyday feeling like even if I wasn't showing that, I was like almost, almost feeling a little resentful of, of them yeah. for how much work and how little time I had. Yeah. I was like, I have not set down. Like I have not stopped doing, doing, doing. And it's like these chores and these, you know, it just felt like, you know, I was completely out of control. I was just getting by. Right. Yeah. And then I go to bed going like, I want to be enjoying these days because the truth is I was like, oh, this is going to be so fun. Like Ty's leaving town. This is an excuse for me to be like, you know what? I'm going to lean into this. We're going to do all these fun things yep. and it's going to be awesome. And I had, I felt like I went into it knowing that it was going to be hard, but having a really good attitude. And then I was so disappointed in myself mm. at how much I felt like I just, I could get upset you guys. Like, I just felt like I wasn't embracing it. I felt so guilty. Like, I just felt like these are my babies. Like these are my babies. And my favorite thing in, in life is being a mom. So why am I in this place where I can't enjoy it? Yeah. And I felt awful. So of course, because what I you're did, human. Yeah. I mean, I hope so, but I'm like, I have got to reset because day, like I finally actually today I feel better because like Ty got up with the kids and I slept. And so that was a huge part of it. Not sleeping, a yeah. huge part of it. But then I really like spend some time over the weekend. Once Ty got home, he got home. Well, he got home at like midnight on Saturday. And then he, we kind of went and took the park kids to the park and get haircuts yesterday morning. And then he was like gone all afternoon. Cause he had to go work on the rental property. And he was like, what do you need for me? Do you need me to stay or do you need me to go so that we can tick these things off of our list? And I was like, both. Yeah. Can you do both? Um, but I did, I did take that time a little bit to like sit and go. The first thing for me personally that I need is to identify where this is coming from and understand it intellectually so that I can start to make a shift in my thoughts and my perspective yeah. and know that this is going to happen sometime, but like get out of this rut of feeling like it, it's been ongoing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like, what can I say no to? Um, <clears throat> and so a big part of it for me is like, okay, as much as I feel like at the end of the day, sometimes I want to stay up because it's the only time I can catch a minute for myself, but I'm going to pay for it the next day on these really busy weeks. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like, I have, I have got to sleep. I've yeah. got to prioritize sleep. Even if it steals some of my time and some of my time with I, mm -hmm. I recognize that I, <laughs> you guys will appreciate this, especially you, Kayla. I was like, if dinner time is stressing me out, I have to find a better way. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. I got a ton of meal prep stuff. Like for me and Ty, I don't, we don't, I don't really cook for him. He doesn't like to be cooked. He does his own thing for dinner, which is totally fine. But we're trying to like sit down at dinner together more. And I got the little kids, like the little three container kids ones. So I'm like, even if it, even if it still needs to be cooked, even if it's something that needs to be thrown in the air fryer, whatever, all portioned out and ready to go. So it's like, this is dinner. This is what you get. <laughs> this is dinner tonight. That'll be really helpful too. And avoid yeah. like meltdown. And it's all kind time. of ready. So I did that. Um, and then- and then really, I think I've just been, you know, coming from an entertainment industry, you, you, you have this pressure of like, you can't say no to something because it's a missed opportunity. Oh, yeah. And then if you say no to something, then the people who represent you are going to stop calling you. Yeah. But I've really been doing like some soul searching on like, what do I not need in my life right now? Mm -hmm. So not that I have that figured out. Um, but those are two, like the, well, those are three things, I guess, like trying yeah. to make, trying to prepare in advance for the times that I know are going to be stressful. Cause I know it's not going to be as hard as it was last week all the time. Cause Ty was gone and it was spring break, right? That was just a perfect storm yeah. of stuff. But it made me recognize that if I can get ahead of it all the time, then I can enjoy my children more. 
You know, it's the other thing that I think is really important that we, I mean, it sort of goes with getting enough sleep, but it's all of the self-care because all that stuff goes to the back burner. It's even your, your medical appointments. You know that I got my hair done on Thursday and we realized that I had not been in the salon since September. Yeah. I thought it was December. I'm like, what in the hell is wrong with me? (laughs) That it was like, what is that, six months? I mean, I don't even know. It's freaking March, right? So those things I've really been trying to pay close attention to, and they don't happen as often as they should. But it's like, I need to go to the doctor, and I need to get a pedicure. And I just, some of that stuff makes me relaxed because the little bits of those things that are like kind of like hovering in your to-do list, like, oh, I got to have a cardiac evaluation or whatever. Mm -hmm. When that's done, that is something off my plate. It's like Ty was talking about. It's like, it takes something off my plate. So then my patience is a little easier to- To like keep level. Yeah. But it's the self-care part of it. The sleep and the self-care I think is so good. You know what I read? One of the things I read, I was like, oh, we touched on this too, that I thought was so funny. One of the pieces of advice I read is parent like you have an audience. Oh, and that's I thought, so true. That With is me, so especially. funny because we were just talking about how like, oh, we're the most amazing parents when someone is watching. And I was like, oh, yep. that's such a funny you know, because so much of parenting is about perspective. It's like a lot of times my big reset is like appreciating and understanding and remembering the things that so many people are going through. And like, that's sometimes what makes my guilt go over the top is that I feel like I am grateful and I should be grateful. And any, anytime I dip into that, like frustrated place, then it's like a vicious cycle of like the guilt at not feeling overwhelmingly grateful at every moment really gets me. And that's usually my perspective shift is like going like, I am so grateful. I am so, so grateful. But then I, then sometimes like, I, it's really finding the timing. It's right. Like the moments, like binge watch a show because then you can be mentally zoned out for a second. Like yeah. those, but the the parent, like you have an audience. I just think that's, that's really, that's really I funny. Good. I, I feel like I have that. It's funny you said that. I have that in my head sometimes. Like there'll be times where like, I'll be using a certain tone with Loxley and I'll think in my head, if I was at the grocery store, I would not use this tone with her. I'm not proud of this tone. This isn't how I, and my whole attitude would just be totally changed. And so it sounds so random, but before I had Loxley and I was going through all the losses pre-kids, I used to get really upset if I saw parents yelling at their kids in the grocery stores. And so that's why I went through my head and I would have the narrative in my head, you ungrateful bitch, stop it. Like stop talking to your kids that way. Sometimes I have that narrative at myself. And so Mm -hmm. what's funny now as a mom is that I go back to me watching those moms in the grocery store and that's what goes into my head. And I think to myself, you ungrateful bitch, stop it. She doesn't understand what's going on. You need to slow down. And so for me, like along with you, like with saying no for things, I, I'm like trying to cut out anything that is not financially making a huge impact on our family, I'm cutting it out. And anything that is making me a worse parent, I'm cutting out. Like if there's certain friendships that are exhausting to me, like I can love somebody and not have them in my life as much. You know, if there are certain things with work that isn't financially making sense with the energy and the negativity it's bringing into my home, it's got to go. And like, I, I just think doing that whole reset 
And especially cause I'm, I've told you guys, I'm kind of going through like baby blues right now where it's like, ugh, yeah, we want other kids so bad. And so if this is the only kid that I'm going to have, I want to cut out anything that's going to like get in the way of that. Yeah. And I, I might have a different conversation in five, six years when she's a little older. Well, but, then she'll be able to be rational. That's right. the difference between, you know, a two-year-old and like an eight or a 10-year-old. It's like they yeah. know they're doing something wrong. That's what I'm and saying. My patience might, might be like a little different. Yeah, it's hard. Like I get frustrated with Evie, but I do not. I like, I don't yell at Evie. Like not like that. Some, I have, but not, certainly not like that. She doesn't get it. Oh, well, really yeah. Know. Like if I'm going to, if I'm going to really yell at someone, it's probably going to be more rad. And yeah. sometimes yeah. I feel awful about that because he is like the, the, sometimes the lowest on the totem pole because he's so independent. And so yeah. it's like, that makes me feel bad too. So I really, even today, just today, I was like, you know, just getting a really good, I mean, I must've slept. Like I woke up when the baby woke up and then I slept in until about 10. That's so nice. And it was, it's just a good reminder that like, oh, that's not who I am all the time. Like I'm trying to remind myself of that, but I do tired. think that if I can be proactive about really understanding the why behind like getting to those places where you snap. Cause I think every parent loses it. I mean, there was just someone in a parking lot yesterday when Ty and I were driving around and he said, this car, this child was small enough to be in a car seat. And he heard the mom be like, Nope, you're not getting another treat. Cause you did it. Like you call me the B word. And like, she was like, Oh my gosh. And we were cracking up because every, I'm sorry, but like, there's not a single parent who has not lost it on their kids if they're of a certain age. Yeah. Well, Mason right now, he's been for about the past year, he has been on this tear of talking back to me and Adrian. And I mean, that's the worst. Nonstop. Yeah. It is really rude. And it's like, you know, I used to when, when Mason was a baby. So when like Charlie was his age, I... He wasn't a baby, but when Charlie was like six, he would talk back to me and I washed his mouth out with soap. You did that? Dude, Charlie has <laughs> never had that kind of, not that kind of attitude with me ever since. Oh, and, I would totally wash my kid's oh, yeah. mouth out with no, soap. No, so Mason, I actually think he is getting to a point where he is breaking even Adrian and Adrian is very, at least for the past two years, has been very even keeled with them. Like I'm the psycho. He's the even keeled <laughs> one. So it's like when they push him, it's like, nope. that's how Ty is too. Uh, and sometimes yeah. it makes me feel better because I will be going on, you know, days of not having a minute that's kid free and working through that. And then on a weekend or something, if I have to leave or maybe a podcast night when the kids are particularly a lot, he'll be like, oh, the kids are driving me nuts. And I'm like, oh, I do want to say <laughs> just for what it's worth after I lost it on the kids that morning. Oh my gosh. Like, cause they had been really, you know, at peak level, not necessarily individually, but as a group mm -hmm. <laughs> and sweet rad, he comes and he goes, um, he has, um, he has a, a blanket in one hand and a foam roller in the other. And he goes, okay, mom, um, I'm so sorry you felt like that. And so here's a blanket, you go take a nap. Um, and this is to do some stretching. He handed me the yoga mat. He goes, and I'll watch the kids. Oh, <laughs> like, baby. And like then last night, he was, little Ava on your hand. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. And then last night, he actually said to me, like, um, so mom, is there anything I can like? And he is such a thoughtful kid. Is there anything I can be a good helper with? I'm like, hey, you want to put the put uh, Bash and Teddy to bed? And he's like, sure, mom, I could do that. And of course, I was just kidding, but <laughs> it is weird somehow. Like, even though that really was less about them than it was about me. And we've talked a lot about discipline, but it's such a separate thing from like, we talk a lot about our kids' behavior, 
But this was like my behavior. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is where I need to check myself. You needed an attitude adjustment. I needed an attitude adjustment. <laughs> a spanking. Um, I told you guys the other day that I was sitting in the bathroom by myself eating chocolate, giving myself an attitude adjustment when I was texting <laughs> I you. I am telling that. you, a mom timeout is a very underrated I, thing. Like we need yeah. to be in timeout I a lot more often. walked yeah. out of the common areas and said, I'm going to the bathroom, which I never use the bathroom, but I sat on the toilet for about 25, 30 minutes eating a chocolate bar. That's fantastic. Texting my friends and playing Sudoku. <laughs> I think that that, I think mom timeouts are really what we need. I was like, I, yeah, we need here. to, we need to normalize those. Yeah. Hi, I'm going to be in my mom timeout with a charcuterie board and a bottle of wine. I'll see yeah. you later. Come get me in 30 I, minutes. Oh wait, it's a minute per age. Come get me in 44 minutes. <laughs> I play Sudoku to, to have a timeout like, and it really relaxes me. That's awesome. You know, this actually talking about it. I knew I might get emotional just because I have felt so bad, you guys. So I've felt so bad. But I feel like even just voicing my intention is helpful. I am putting out there that I am going to be better about self-care, better about like finding time for myself. Get some so sleep. I, can, I know. Seriously. Yeah. I try to continue to do that. My husband stays up so late, you guys. He's such a night owl. That's such the opposite tie that uh, I feel like the radio tie, the oh, morning no, that's, drive time radio tie would be in bed at seven o'clock and up at two 30. Um, he has never been great at sleeping when he gets up early, which is why uh, our, our quality of life is so much better I'm now sure. because he would try to go to bed, couldn't go to bed yeah. or try to go to sleep. He'd be in bed, mm -hmm. but he might get in bed at eight and might not be asleep until two. So right. he used to do the split sleep schedule where he would sleep for a few hours at night and a few hours in the afternoon. And I'm like, well, then I just never see you right now. That's so hard. So anyway, sleep is definitely something mm. that it's also easy for me to get resentful of Ty if he needs sleep. You know what I mean? That's one of those triggery things for me where we don't necessarily have a plan of who's taking the kids to school. Actually, now that I'm saying that out loud, it's probably a good thing for us to be really clear about who is doing what in the morning. Because sometimes when I am overtired and I get up and I have an expectation that he's either going to like, I'm going to get up and feed the baby and get the kids dressed and he's going to take them to school. Or there was a morning a week or so ago when I thought that's what was happening. And then he didn't get up. And so I very mm. like grumpily, I was like slamming doors and like just being <laughs> like, like passive aggressively loud. <laughs> and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, well, I just, I thought you were, and I hadn't like gotten myself dressed. And then I felt rushed, which is one of my triggers and blah, blah, mm. blah. So we're normalizing the mom timeout. That's what's happening. Yeah, That's let's what do comes that. from this episode. And if you are a mom who has gone through this and sort of found a, a way to the other side, at least for the most part, because I don't, I think putting that expectation that you're never going to lose your patience is just... That's unrealistic. Yeah. But if you have found a way to like sort of breathe your way through it or prepare for those moments when they tend to come up or whatever, please share those with us. Okay. I think that's all that I got, great. guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I feel better. I feel like a lot therapy. more patient after this episode. I don't. I feel like I have an aneurysm doing that screeching into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Next week. Bye. Your name is Mom.